0: Welcome to episode 26 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where love, true love, will follow you forever. Let the chaos begin. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. Just hold my hands and follow me. This is Christy. She plays Rin. What? I don't... (laughs) And Steve, he plays
1: Zeke. And I'm tired of him yelling at me about the damn engine I poured dust into.
0: And Chad, our GM, who plays Gideon and Wade.
2: Guys, there's a... large ship coming our way. Last episode, the crew thought it would be
1: a good idea to break into the local police headquarters to clear Gideon on false charges of terrorism. This ended up escalating to being discovered, leaping off of a building whilst holding onto a police attack drone, holding a small baby hostage, getting the baby away from Flossie, being captured, breaking out with her silicon-based life form they met while arguing. Finding a bazooka in the evidence vault, said bazooka misfiring, and Dr. Ezekiel needing critical care quickly a risk death. What else could go wrong?
2: You're all driving around. You managed to get... Outside of the spaceport, headed towards the coordinates that Gideon had found for somebody named Varick, or one of the names that Rin had given him, and you're driving around. You have lost the uh, the peace officers in the confusion and the chaos, considering that you guys blew a hole in their precincts in a busy spaceport. Yeah. Yeah, and some other things had happened. So you're driving around to the coordinates. Who who is driving? By the way, Flossie. And Zeke is in the back seat, bleeding out. Uh, where's Wren in the car? Front seat or back seat?
3: Probably the back seat, uh, since I was carrying um, Zeke.
2: So you're you're helping Zeke keep his insides on the inside.
3: I I suppose that's what I will
2: do. You're preventing his entrails from becoming his x trails. Sure. So, Flossie, you're headed towards the coordinates. Uh, you you sent them to the car, and you're going through their you know, planetary GPS system on the car. It's giving you directions on how to get there. And you guys are pulling up onto the location that Gideon said Varric could be found. What kind of location is it? Uh, Kim, where do you pull up at? Is it like an apartment? Is it a house? Is it a place not fit for human habitation?
0: It is a very grungy warehouse district.
2: Okay. So within the warehouse district, is it like a loft apartment? Is it just a warehouse?
0: It's the it's the offices of a warehouse, and uh, it looks like somebody's living there.
2: Okay. So you pull up in front of this uh, warehouse, which is close to the country-sized spaceport, and you stop, and you guys start getting out. Rin, you pick up... Uh, Zeke <laughs> cradle him like a baby. Uh. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that anymore, please. <laughs> so Rin, you're carrying the patient uh towards this warehouse that uh you were told Varick is in. Mm-hmm. What do you do?
3: Um I will continue carrying him and look for some sort of entrance. Um and hope that the person Varric is receptive.
2: Right. There's a uh, there's a little side door uh, for the offices you could get through. It's currently locked. How do you plan on circumnavigating this obstacle? Knocking. Okay. So you knock. Of course, Rin would knock. <laughs> what other option is there? So you're beating Zeke's head against the door, right? <laughs>
3: I wouldn't do that yeah, to Zeke. I, I imagine she's no, strong foot. enough to- She's swinging like, his foot
2: over to hit w- the door. She's <laughs> holding you with one hand while knocking with the other. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. R- Rin's all about the sanctity
1: of life, and she knows not to knock on somebody else's door with the with
2: the head of a third party. So you're saying she's the yin to Flossie's yang. Exactly what I'm saying. Uh, Rin knocks, and- after a couple of minutes of waiting, uh, the doors opened and it's, it's Varick. Wren, you know this person, right? Yes. Describe this person for us and explain who he is.
3: Uh, physically, he's humanoid, human, human-esque. Um.
2: <laughs> human-esque.
3: It's a new art form. <laughs> well, he's of the same stock as humans. So... Um. Tall, dark hair, normal, actually wealthy looking guy, well kept.
0: Tall, dark, and handsome
3: coming right up. He
2: takes care of himself. He
3: takes care of himself.
2: He take care of of his appearance? Yes. And how do you know Varric?
3: I know Varric because I was contracted to kidnap him at one point. Um, I was actually saving his life, but he doesn't see it
1: that way. The basis of all lifelong friendships really should be kidnapping.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'll keep that in mind. Hopefully long term he's understood that it was for his own good and I was saving his life.
2: We'll we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Okay. (laughs) I was not expecting that. So the door opens and it's Varric, this person that you know, and he sees you and obviously he recognizes you and just slams the door in your face. (laughs)
3: Well, that's not quite what I was expecting. <laughs> um, I'll knock again.
2: The door opens again. Says, what are you doing? Here? Oh my God, that man is bleeding.
3: Yes, um, I need some help, please. We need a safe place.
2: Come in, come in. Gestures for you guys to come in. <laughs> Do you know a doctor? <laughs> the dying guy right there. But when when you guys were... Looking for help, ren gave Gideon uh, Varric's name. So how is Varric able to help in this situation?
3: Hopefully he can just give us a place to hide out. And so a base to work from in order to then fix
2: Zeke. So Varric has you come in and put uh, Zeke down um, on some... Furniture. There's uh there's a bed. He puts them on a bed that's in the warehouse. It looks like as as you walk in, it looks like this is not so much an abandoned warehouse, just one that has fallen into less use than it was built for.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: there's you know, office space. It looks like there's more space than he needs in here, and he kind of set up kind of a like a living space within this warehouse. So Zeke, you end up being put on um a cot. Somewhere in this warehouse, uh, Flossie. What are you doing while this is going on? Because you just you just stood back. You're getting out of the car. Varick lets those two in, and you are walking into a really big warehouse.
0: Mm-hmm. Just following right in behind them.
2: You're not causing any trouble.
3: Not yet.
0: Give me time. My gosh, we just got here.
2: Varick goes and runs to get a first aid kit, which probably isn't going to do a whole lot of good, but it's something. You know, in times of crisis, humans reach for anything for comfort. Band-aid. She should, <laughs> really? probably, should probably pull the rebar out of him first. That
1: would help. Oh,
2: we might not want to do that.
0: Well, yeah, what if it's putting pressure on an artery or something? Even yeah. I know about that stuff.
2: So, uh, Varric comes in with a first aid kit, and and he's looking at you and looks at the blood and looks at you, I don't think Rin. a
0: first aid kit is going to be
2: enough. I brought two. He looks over at Rin and <laughs> oh, says- that's good. Does anyone here have any medical training?
0: The one on the floor, <laughs> the
3: cot on the cot, the, dying,
2: the one. dying man on the cot raises his hand and says, oh. <laughs> "So we're in trouble."
3: Yes.
0: Oh, Ooh, yes. I know what to do. Oh, okay. I'll get inside his head and he can tell me how to fix it. I know, I know. I'm not supposed to get inside Zeke's head, but I, but he can tell me how to fix it and save his life. Hello? <laughs> These things are useful. Uh-oh. All
2: right. So Flossie says the plan to read Zeke's mind and figure out how to do surgery.
1: Yes.
3: This will warn you. It'll just be like spies like us.
2: <laughs> <It doesn't work. laughs> Why wouldn't it work? <laughs> uh, is anybody else objecting to this? Uh! <laughs>
3: Maybe we should put them under.
0: It's probably a good idea. I imagine there will be stitches and such.
3: <laughs> Stitch? Yeah, I think there's going to be stitches. <laughs>
2: You should think about doing something soon because that is a lot of blood coming out of them.
3: There, there is. I think this is the best hope we have at the moment. Is Flossie? <laughs> no, you can help. <laughs> yes, you yes, guess. please
1: say this with a straight face.
3: Flossie <laughs> is our only hope. <laughs> I can help. <laughs> Because I've seen blood before, <laughs> and I know it's supposed to be inside the body, <laughs> and that's the extent of my medical training.
2: So the plan yeah. is Flossie and Rin together are going to try to do a patch-up move on Zeke here. So wait, so one person has to do the action, and one person can help. We can't have a whole group doing this.
0: Well, there's only two of us. so Yeah, that's-
2: I'm the only one that actually has the skill to use patch-up that way. Okay, yes, that's right. So Zeke is the only person in the room that can... Help. That can repair uh, critical wounds without medical equip, without a hospital. So I'm giving that skill to Flossie,
1: psychically. This is interesting. And she's going to have to retain it long enough after she disconnects from my brain
2: to perform the skill the one time. Technically, I think that this would mean that Zeke is the one rolling, but Flossie is aiding. Right. That sounds
1: that sounds reasonable. Okay. Sure, so reasonable.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the word I would use.
2: So <laughs> does does Doctor Ezekiel consent to Flossie entering his mind? That'd be a first for her, wouldn't it? Getting consent first. <laughs> yeah.
0: It happens
1: sometimes.
2: Well, everything's getting dark. Yes. Flossie, oh, God, this is going to be weird. All right, so, Flossie, <laughs> you enter Zeke's mind. And oh, it's
0: cozy in here. Lots of space.
2: So, Zeke, give me a patch-up roll to heal thyself.
0: <laughs> roll high.
1: I'm rolling fireballs. Roll really high. Why did you roll fireballs? <laughs> this is this is with your expertise by the way (laughs) so i got a five
2: (laughs) so now flossy really is zeke's only hope
1: roll to assist flossy
0: won. (laughs) all right here we go this is plus your expertise plus my expertise
1: which is zero i think (laughs) Uh, no actually it's a negative So I think I think my next character is going to use the arcane and the kinetic from uh,
2: from Far Beyond Humanity. Yeah. Well, let's roll. Let's let's roll first. Let's <laughs> see what it happens. Shaper. Shaper. Yeah. So if this doesn't work out, you guys will have to find a hospital.
0: Okay, here we go. Here we go. Rolling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Put them together. Put them together. Those snake eyes.
0: Put yours here. There we Porn go. snake. This
1: is not good, Zeke. Why do I feel like <laughs> I'm in more pain now? He's going into shock. Hold him down. Hold him down. <laughs>
2: so is somebody going to call call the emergency lines? We're wanted. Yeah. If you don't, if you do not get a uh, hospital's help, Zeke will die.
3: We will be caught if we go to a hospital. <laughs> we were on television or whatever. We were on camera.
2: Right, yeah. So.
1: It, your
0: your friend, uh, Varric, is that mm-hmm. your friend's name? Um, does he have any?
2: Well, Varric is, Varric is opposed to having somebody bleed out and die in his living space. So he has called the emergency numbers. And you guys can figure out what to do as they're coming. And Varric is helping keep pressure on your wounds, Zeke. <laughs> You're so cold right now. It's cold.
3: He's normally like that.
2: So what's the plan for when the ambu- ambulance gets here?
1: There he is again with the ambulance. The ambulance?
0: Shut up! I will do my best to play with their brains as much as possible so that we can get out of this. I promise you that much.
2: So in just a few minutes, the emergency, the EMTs get there. They come on in, Varick or, well, he's holding your wound, so... I guess Ren can direct them to you, Zeke, and they come and they look at you and they, they assess your wounds, find out that it's pretty dang bad. Is he an organ donor?
0: I hope not. Then you have less chance of living.
2: So they're doing their best to stabilize you, but they have to transport you to the nearest hospital. So that is what they are doing. So the EMTs, they're, they're loading uh, Zeke onto the ambulance. Uh, who is anybody going with him? I am not Me? Flossie's going to go uh, be at Zeke's side and Ren you're staying here with Varric. Pro- probably good because if they need rescuing someone's going to have to do it.
3: Yes, I don't I don't want to be put into a place where we're probably going to be jailed again.
2: Okay. And you all still have your communicators in so you can all communicate with each other. Flossie and Zeke get transported to the hospital. Ren you close mm-hmm. the door to the warehouse, and you turn around, and there's a, a very angry-looking Varric just standing there, looking at his cot that is covered in blood and rags and bandages, and just looking at you.
3: It's good to see you made it to Earth safely. Uh, thank you for that.
2: What else was I going to do? I see you come in with a man bleeding out.
3: Yeah, we face some some hard... It, It's a long story, but, um,
2: I think we might have some time. So we fast forward as you describe what happened. And at this point, Varric is, is sitting down at a, at a chair looking at you in disbelief. I, uh, he pulls up some news feeds and is like, Oh yeah, you're right. Your friends are screwed.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know how we're going to get out of this situation. Um,
2: so just so I'm clear, so this is somebody you were hired to kidnap. Yes. And how did that end up resolving itself? Did he escape from you and you never saw him again? Did no, you-
3: he ended up, um, I was hired by the resistance group, the Shadowmen, to kidnap him because he held information that we needed in order to evacuate the planet and He was going to be killed by his own people because of the information he had. So it was actually saving and he ended up helping us.
2: Okay. So he probably, he doesn't have hatred towards you. Right. It's just very weird seeing you here. Yes. So he's, he's, he turns off the news feeds and he's like, you know, out of all the people I was thinking I'd see today, I was not expecting you.
3: Yeah, I wasn't expecting to be at Earth at all ever, so it is kind of, it's been a wild ride.
2: Sounds like it, Mm -hmm. judging from the company that you're keeping.
3: Yeah, they're okay people.
2: Well, I mean, when you're not breaking into police precincts and doing highly illegal things and playing around with explosives, sure, or threatening babies or...
3: That, That wasn't me.
2: Oh, I know no, it no. wasn't you.
3: Yeah, Flossie. Flossie's a little. She's a little weird. But we have. I have a friend who's been falsely accused, and it was important to make sure that he was clear to that. So that's what we're doing.
2: Well, at least your heart was in the right place, I guess. I hope so. Back to you two. So the ambulance pulls up uh, to the emergency room, and you and Zeke gets pushed out on the. Gurney, into the ER, and immediately the doctors see him. He needs operation immediately. So he gets rushed in there. Uh, Flossie, you're not allowed in the OR, obviously. And at this point, you have passed out. You are well at the mercy of the hospital right now. Oh, boy. Yep. Maybe uh, we can use you to come up with complications and interesting NPCs. Oh boy, <laughs> Flossie! You're out there as Zeke gets re- wheeled into the OR. You can even see through the doors the operate the the surgical drones and machinery that's in there, and it just looks like they kind of start getting to work as the doors close. So now you are in the waiting area of an emergency room. What do you do?
0: Pace nervously. Okay,
2: so you're you're pacing around. You're looking. I mean, there's other people in here, uh, other beings waiting for emergency care there's you see like some security guards there because you know it's an ER security guards are present and you're walking around you're pacing and you're looking the the news feeds are going on cuz you know it's an ER and people need to watch TV apparently and you see yourself on the news feeds holding up a baby in a carrier and yelling something at police officers and at the bottom it says crazed female threatens baby in front of police precinct
0: I did not threaten the baby
2: baby saved by crazy woman's cybernetic friend well I disappear
0: in a storage closet or a bathroom or something
1: I was thinking she was going to go
2: for the ventilation ducts but <laughs> fooled me <laughs> so that sounds like a uh, you're trying to avoid notice so that's a face adversity roll you're trying to move quietly and being unseen praying, So give me a physique roll Oh yeah yeah. Now you roll well She's but not seven. helping you live Seven So you succeed uh, The danger is overcome so you hide But it comes at a price Of course it does uh, So we'll say that there's no the. You walk into a closet and it's a closet There's no escape except the way you came in There's no vent, nothing else so you're just gonna stay in there?
0: No, I will find another closet or something that has more than one exit.
2: Pooking your head out of the closet, looking around, mm-hmm. looking for another place oh, wait, to you know hide. What? Is there
0: anything? What, uh, what's in? What kind of closet did I find?
2: Supply closet, janitorial. Janitorial. Hmm.
0: Is there a laundry area in here?
2: It's the lobby of an emergency room, so probably not in this area. But there, we're in a hospital. You pr- there probably is a laundry area.
0: Let's see. Maybe I'll try to find like a, like a, I don't know, a, a map or something. Yeah, I want to find something something I can change my clothes into, like some scrubs or something.
2: Okay. Give me an assessment roll using your expertise. Actually, no, make it your metal since you have to think fast. Let's see. That's an eight. So you find a map, and you find something interesting about this hospital. Let's see. This hospital is particularly known for its organ cloning. That's uh, you know transplants, and you know if you clone an organ that somebody needs, there's less chance of a rejection if it's from their own uh, stem cells. So there's pretty, it's pretty high tech cloning facility here. That's pretty inter- something interesting about this hospital. But you do find uh, laundry facilities. Uniform storage or something in this hospital. All
0: right. So can I find, like, all the things, like scrubs and, like, something to cover my hair and, like, surgical mask? If you
2: give me a face adversity physique roll to sneak there undetected and put on scrubs undetected. All right. So that's a seven. All right. So you succeed in doing all of that. However, there is a complication or a hard choice. Steve. Steve. (laughs) So what What complication arises for Flossie As she finds the laundry area And puts on some scrubs And a surgical mask
1: There are either A well-fitting Set of scrubs But they're blood-stained Or The next Set
2: of scrubs are Two sizes too big And you would be clumsy in them all right, so that's the hard choice. Okay, so we're going for the form-fitting blood-stained scrubs. how form-fitting are we talking here? J- the right size,
1: but they're scrubs. They're still not going to be like pajamas. It's not yeah, it's not it's not
2: porn scrubs. <laughs> Flossie comes walking out in her blood-soaked non-porn scrubs. Okay. Is there anything in particular that you're doing, or are you just going to chill out in the lobby in scrubs?
0: No, I'll start walking around like I own the place.
2: Maybe okay. look for an
0: unattended name
2: badge. All right, we'll, we'll come back to this. Uh, Rin, so you're with Varick. Are you doing anything in particular?
3: Uh, probably catching up with Verrick while I await um Whatever tragedy befalls Flossie and Zeke at the hospital.
2: So give me a cramped quarters roll, roll 2D6, and we'll see how that conversation goes. Eight. Ooh. Reveal the answer to his question about an aspect of yourself or your past. Through the course of the conversation, we'll say this. Since he's an NPC, through the course of the conversation, there is something about yourself that you have been wanting to reveal to him, and throughout this conversation, it comes out. What is it?
3: Okay, Veric. I, I don't know if I'll ever see you again. I The chance that I'm here to begin with is a total fluke, um, and we're going to be leaving Earth here, but I'm really glad I got to see you, and I'm just going to let you know that... Um, I realized during my capture from um, our planet and everything that's happened since that I actually do love you. And it was just good to see you. So I could say that. And um, I hope you have a good life here. Uh,
2: He looks a little taken aback a little bit. And he's like, I was not expecting you to just say that. That's, That's a lot to think about. Don't worry about it. It's fine.
3: I just wanted to put it out there because I've learned things are a little crazy right now and who knows what's going to happen.
2: Speaking of things going crazy, Flossie, you're walking around yes, I in am. a hospital in blood-covered scrubs and a right. OR mask and right. you're walking around like you own the place.
0: Yes, I'm looking for a badge somewhere.
2: All of your four feet, two inches walking around nine. like you have authority. Oh, four, four nine.
0: Feet. Nine. Oh. Thank you. Don't take any away.
2: So you're walking around looking for a name badge. Give me an assessment roll using your expertise. So
0: that would be an eight.
2: You you managed to palm a name badge from somebody else. Okay. Like their uh, lab coat was over a chair, and you just kind of grabbed one real quick and, and put it on.
0: Okay. How how wet is the blood? Well, is it, it wet enough that I could... It's-
2: just- it's no, dried? it's oh. pretty much dried. These are old scrubs. And is
0: there anybody bleeding <laughs> nearby? An
2: an emergency room. Out. Somebody is not <laughs> following universal precautions. So you're walking around. You you got a name tag. You put it on, and now you're looking around for somebody who's bleeding.
0: Well, yeah, I wanted to get some of the maybe there's like blood on the floor or something. I could kind of wipe on the name badge so it. Okay. Up a little
2: well, bit. while you're looking around for this,
0: what I'm already covered in blood. It'll sort of mask it a little bit, and yeah.
2: there, you know. There's a distinct there's it's a distinct great. tone Good. that comes over on the intercom <laughs> and you hear the words code blue section 8 code blue section 8 all available staff to section 8
0: What what section am I in?
2: Yeah well you see a whole bunch of other people I in found scrubs a map. I that's would know. that's great you're you're in the ER that's section 8 Uh-huh so, uh, as other medical staff is running past and everything, you kind of get drawn into it. It's like, come on, we got to take care of this guy crashing.
0: Okay. Here I go with them.
2: Uh, all right. <laughs> so you, uh, you get led, uh, over to the area where you see somebody, uh, in the, the ER on the gurney, you know, hooked up to machines and he's flatlining. and you see like nurses there and everything. And. One of the nurses looks over at you, looks at your name, text, says, doctor, doctor, good, you're here. We have the, uh, the crash cart here. And they wheel a defibrillator over to you. What do you do?
0: Um, I... You're
2: going to kill somebody. have
0: seen this before in, in a in a vid. So I open it up, and the little voice starts talking and telling me what to do. And I take out little sticky things and I put it on the person. And I make it go. I push the button.
2: So those are AEDs that see- are found for general use for the public, not yes, by doctors what it in a is. hospital. No,
0: no. That's what was on the cart. I use what's available.
2: Well, let's see what the dice say. So give okay. me your... Oh, let's... Good Lord. You're trying to... Good Lord. You're trying to help somebody. I guess this would be a patch-up roll. A bunch of salt. Pa- <laughs> assault. It's a salt. So patch-up using your expertise... Nobody can help you.
0: Okay. Oh, we lost him. Okay. So that's a three, three. total? Yes.
1: <laughs> I touched all of those dice, Kim.
0: That explains a lot, actually.
2: So you you put the little sticky things the on them.
0: Sage. I'll use sage. I'll smudge you- them.
2: You know, his heart, he wasn't actually in AFib, so the machine didn't detect it, so it couldn't shock the heart safely. So you would have had to chemically restart the heart, but you, not knowing what the hell you're doing, inadvertently kill this person.
1: Oops. (laughs) Call time of death.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, (laughs) my best option is to compel them. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: That's your best option? Yes. <laughs> At least it's not murdering people.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm going to kill my way out of this operating room.
1: <laughs>
0: That's too messy. It's already... I'm what are you going to come You're covered in blood. It would be worse.
1: Actual and metaphorical. <laughs> oh, those right. are
2: just her hands.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, so what are you going to try to compel them to do?
0: Um, To go get another doctor. I need support i need backup call i'm calling for backup
2: all together
0: yes they're all going to leave all
1: together now all together now <laughs> G- give
2: me give me a compel roll
0: okay i will but i'm a little scared because steve touched my dice well i should be scared apparently um Let's see. Uh,
3: so you got two ones, and then you rolled two twos, and this time you rolled three three or
2: no, two threes. I'm
0: very talented at rolling low numbers. So, so eventually
3: you'll get better.
2: Right. So compel. Okay. This is a uh, influence roll.
0: So that's an eight, which is good. Oh, thank so God. So, I'm I'm going to choose that they obey the non harmful. I can't talk. Parts of my command and leaving the room to get back up is certainly not harmful. And I suffer a mental or emotional debility as a back.
2: You absorb the dying man's last thoughts.
0: Oh, fun. You bitch. <laughs> I tried. I'm sorry.
2: So now you have a tiny voice in the back of your head.
0: <laughs> you killed me. <laughs> that hates you. Yeah.
2: I, I tried,
3: dude. Sorry
0: you I didn't. Should, I should watch more movies about...
3: <laughs> because that's how you learn to be a doctor.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think you went to medical school at all.
3: <laughs> all those seasons of Scrubs that I can't save a life. I
0: know.
2: <laughs> Scrubs, the next generation.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
2: So when, they all leave.
0: When they all go running out to get support... Then I look out in the hallway and make sure nobody's there, and I sneak out.
2: Give me a face adversity roll to get out of there using your physique to sneak. God damn it, Zeke had to go and get hurt.
0: This is such a pain in the ass. That's a little better. So that's a nine.
2: All right. So you succeed in getting out of there. However, it comes at a price. So you sneak out of there. Uh, The fact that someone has died and the... Machines are still going off and then everybody just seems to have ran attracts attention. So there's an increased (laughs) security presence there. And after, you know, some of the other staff, there questioning people, realizing that some something suspicious happened. Mm -hmm. They call in some security. Security does a check of the people that are being taken care of in the ER and Zeke gets flagged. So we're going to have to resolve this at a later time so where are you going Flossie?
0: i am going to find a new set of scrubs that's important what i have to change they know because the people that i sent out to go get backup will be like oh it's a doctor with the blood all over and whatever so I, I <laughs> are you
2: staying in the hospital or are you leaving the hospital
0: i have to, oh, i have to stay so that i can
2: you can always come back for Zeke. He's not going anywhere.
0: Well, he might.
2: If he survives.
0: Mm.
2: No, the police aren't going to say, oh, we have to put him under arrest. So you have to get him off of the operating table.
0: All right. Where's everybody else?
2: Uh, Ren is with Varric oh, at his that's place. Right. She's and-
0: making out with her lovey dove. What about where's Oh, Gideon's on the ship? Gideon
2: is locked up in the ship. He's not leaving at all.
0: Hey, is there a costume shop anywhere nearby or a theater?
2: You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Role plus assessment? No. no, No. I think this is, you're trying you're you're looking for a disguise, right? Yes. So you're trying to overcome being seen. So this is face adversity. Mm-hmm. What skill would that go with? I'll just screw it, I'll just say metal. Since things are down to the wire and pretty risky. Yeah. Come what on. What is wrong with you? Jinx those dice. I'm dying. Zeke's revenge. <laughs> Six. The voice in the back of your head says, You done fucked up, A.A. Ron.
0: (laughs) I keep him permanently? I thought it was only his dying thoughts.
2: He was pretty angry while he was dying.
1: Oh, you, so you're going to really be saddled with this one. one for a while. Oh,
2: great. Uh, so you got a six. You fail to find an easy way of disguising yourself. Rats. So you're running around the streets in blood soaked scrubs.
0: No, my clothes are underneath.
2: Okay. You tear off the blood Take soaked the scrubs.
0: Yeah, okay. dump them somewhere. All right.
2: You are dressed like Flossie. Mm-hmm. And you are going where? Back to the ship. You can either go back to the ship or to the warehouse where Rin is, or the police precinct.
0: What kind of warehouse are you in? what what are they
1: warehousing <laughs> stolen archaeological goods
3: i believe
1: <laughs> okay indiana
3: i believe you said it was an abandoned warehouse it wasn't being used for warehousing
2: it, it was it was a warehouse but there's not it's bigger than it needs to be so uh kind of was where i was going like it's in use but they're not using the entire space so varick had con- had converted it to some living spaces so it's a storage warehouse. You're not sure what he's storing there, but whatever.
0: Rin hears Flossie's voice in her head. Hey, Rin. Yes? Does your friend Varric have any, I don't know, costumes, wigs, anything of that nature?
3: I'll ask. Thanks. Varric, you wouldn't happen to have any costume items lying about.
2: This is a little forward. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not oh, for yeah. me, for my friend Flossie, I don't know i I think she's trying to hide from people. I don't know.
2: She wants to dress up a, and hide
3: and disguise herself, I think is the proper terminology I wanted to use. yes, is she in the area? Flossie, are you in the area?
1: Yeah.
2: you know
3: close ish Yes
0: you, you yeah. went to the
2: nearest hospital, so it would be yes. nearby
3: i I'll find the hospital.
2: Yes. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, well, okay. Well, tell her to come here, and we'll see what I have.
3: Okay, Flossie. Yes.
2: Why don't you just come over, and we'll we'll check it out.
0: Okay, I'm on my way.
2: So, Flossie, you get to the warehouse unmolested because I think you've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you get in there, and you know you're. It doesn't take a psychic to notice this. But when you come in there, there's some obvious. Discomfort or tension coming from At least uh, Varric's side of things I don't know how Rin feels About the whole revelation and all But Varric is not quite sure what to make of it
0: Flossie's Voice is inside your head Mm -hmm. Rin
3: Yes? What's up with your friend? He looks mad Oh I, I told him I loved him Oh, I don't know if that was a good idea but I don't do emotions well
2: Okay
0: Awkward so, hi, Varric.
2: Hi.
0: Um, So, do you happen to have any wigs or...
2: I have some spare clothing.
0: Spare clothing? How about,
2: you, I'll point you in the direction, you can just take a look and see if there's anything in there that you want.
3: Okay, sure.
2: Okay, uh, Varric looks over at Rin, so how
3: long are you guys staying? Hopefully just a... Until Zeke is stable and our ship is fixed another two days, I think. Okay. Shouldn't be too long.
2: Flossie, uh, Veric looks over at you. Yes. What? Sir. So how's Zeke doing? What? What's going on? You're not with him.
3: He's
0: in surgery and they've called the police. Oh. Right. So I need to get him out as soon as he's stable.
2: That sounds like a good plan. Okay. Well, I'll I'll let you guys, you two kind of figure this out. At that point, uh Gideon comes over on the comms. Uh Zeke, you are unconscious, so you you can't hear this, but Flossie and Ren. When Gideon comes on, says, uh guys, um uh something weird just happened. Define weird. Well, I'm looking out the viewport over at the, the next uh landing pad over here. And you know what I see? No, why don't you tell me? I, I see the Ardvark. Yankov Armorschmidt is here. Oh, what? And we'll pick that up next time.
0: Thanks for joining us on another chaotic adventure. We would like to thank another dead weirdo, Sulfuric, Grant Anderson, Peace Love and Games, and Tabletop Audio. And thanks most of all to our listeners. Your interaction keeps us going. We love to read your feedback on the show, so leave us a review wherever you listen. Please visit us at nerdsmith.org to join our community. Just click the donate link and subscribe for access to subscriber-only bonus content, exclusive merch, Discord server access, and more. If you'd like to be a part of the podcast, please visit chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com to submit a jump point for an upcoming story arc. If you want to keep up with the cast, find us on Twitter at chaotic underscore podcast. Stay tuned. For more chaos...